0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting weekly, daily, episodic episode of KLP Aftermath, live from Emory University. I am your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting show here today, live from the Special Collections Room. We're always good to be back, y'all. We're back. Of course, for another episode, I'm super excited about today's episode because we have quite a few things that we wanted to talk about. Towards the end of the today's show, we're going to get a little bit spicy, if you will. It's a, it's a topic of conversation that I saw all over the media uh, as of yesterday and the day before that, and I just thought, okay, this would be good to talk about it on today's episode. So welcome. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening through our audio platform, Spotify, iTunes. Our Heart Radio, I appreciate it. am looking into the camera if you guys are watching it on YouTube in Daily Motion. Thank you. Your support means a lot. Um, I really do mean that because we're getting the views on YouTube. We're getting the views on Daily Motion. And you guys like the Instagram post that we've been doing. So something's working to that way people are finding out y'all students are listening to our show they love what they're doing what they're hearing uh in the last episode if you didn't listen to the last episode i inspired a student to start her very own podcast here on campus as well so something's working something is working and i'm super excited and i'm happy uh that i am able to do something like that for you guys bring you guys kind of a full-scale production for you guys and and content brand for KLP Aftermath from KLP Entertainment live from Emory University here at the Special Collections Room. Very, very excited for that. So now we're going to open up the show with our fun fact. You guys know we've talked about so many interesting fun facts. You guys enjoyed every fun fact so far in this series of KLP Aftermath and I am so excited to talk about Today's episode. Today's fun fact. Because this was a dessert. Well, it is a dessert that I love the most. I have to put this up my top radar between M and Ms and red velvet cake. This specialty cake is one of my favorites. And it is a fun fact for you guys. We're talking about pound cake. You guys don't. If you guys haven't had pound cake, you're missing out. Um, my grandma, God rest her soul, she made a really fantastic pound cake before. And then it passes that recipe down to my mom. My mom makes pound cake. I haven't made pound cake because I don't know how to make it. I don't have the recipe. I don't know how to make it. But back in the day, my grandmother, again, God rest her soul, she made scrumptious pound cake and she, know how to, she knew how to do it well. So uh, I miss it. I really do. I miss her. Honestly, I really do miss her. And I miss the pound cake that she makes because the pound cake's they they they, banging. they they're, they're pretty good. Grandma can make some good pound cake back in the day. So pound cake got its name because the original recipe required one pound of each item. This is each item it required one pound of a uh, one pound of butter, one pound of flour, one pound of sugar, and a pound of eggs. I don't know how you're gonna measure eggs in a pound, but there's a way you can do it. That's a lot of cake. But it's meant to last for a very long time. And I do believe it because pound cake does last for a very, very, very long time. If you refrigerate it well and keep it well, pound cake lasts for a very, very long time. So let you guys uh, dissect that. Fun fact of today's episode, of course, one pound uh, requires a pound of something to make pound cake. That's butter, flour, sugar, and eggs. It's a lot of cake, but it's meant to be kept for a very, very long time. Let me know what you like to put on your pound cake. A lot of people like to put a lot of scrumptiousness on their pound cake. Um, My grandma, she always did this thing where it was strawberry jam or some sort of jam jelly kind of thing to it. And she always drizzled strawberry jam or some strawberry substance into or on top of the pound cake to really make it scrumptious. And she, she, she again, she made some pound cake. God rest her soul. Honestly, uh, I love pound cake. It really is good. Now, let's get on to the next segment of today's show here the KLP Aftermath live from Memory University here at the Special Collections Room. It's a beautiful day, y'all. It is a fantastic day. If you have, if you guys haven't stepped outside yet, what are you waiting for? You need to just step outside because outside is beautiful today. It's a beautiful, beautiful fall day. We are in October, which is crazy. My boss was just telling me it's crazy that it is, um, it is—it's uh, it's October already, and we're getting ready. Before we know it, it's going to be November. Before we know it, we're going to be—we're uh, going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. Before you know it, we're going to be celebrating Christmas, and before you know it, twenty twenty-two is going to be around the corner. So, it's—you know—the months—you know—the months are coming in. They're rolling in. It really is rolling in. So now we going on to. The news announcements here today um, when it comes to Oxford College Athletics, you guys know how we like to do it on the show. I like to talk about the athletic program, too, because it's kind of a plug for them is letting the students know what's going on for sure so women's tennis teams wins two matches in alabama trying to get the notes up here so that way i can get those read for you guys of course the emory oxford women's tennis team traveled to alabama this past weekend competing against central alabama community college and coastal alabama college both matches took place on saturday in alexander city on saturday morning Get this, y'all. On Saturday morning, the Eagles took on Central Alabama and won 6-3. They redeemed the 5-4 loss that took place on the Eagles' home court last weekend. So they lost last weekend, and I believe we talked about it in the last show. But they redeemed themselves with the win this past weekend. Well, this past, past weekend when they traveled to Alabama. And I actually do remember when they were leaving because it was Saturday. I was here hosting a game. ...on a soccer match on Saturday, and I did see Coach Brunilla and the the teams traveling out there, and they went to Alabama. So that must have been where they were going. I saw them. They were going somewhere. I just didn't know in particular where they were going. But turns out they're going to Alabama for sure to redeem their loss from last weekend. They won this weekend, of course. Um... Very very excited for sure. The Eagles claimed only one victory out of the court three. The freshman duo, Ally Lucky and Lily McCain, went one eight four. We've been talking about these players throughout the whole series of KOP aftermath. So I- I'm pretty sure their ears are probably ringing for them right now because I'm talking about them. Of course, in the singles, the Eagles went five one with an all excuse me with all of their wins. Competing in straight sets. Freshman uh, Arlene or Irene playing one court, uh, court on one, one court on court one. Don't twist it. 6 0, 6 1. Sophomore Laura Crosby defeated her opponent 6 2, 6 3 to claim singles, second singles. McCain got her second win on court three with a, few score, uh, with a score of 6 1, 6 0. In the fifth singles, junior, uh, excuse me, sophomore Joanna Wu uh, won 6 1, 6 2. And freshman, Mayuri one on court 6 So very, very excited for that, for sure, because, you know, the Eagles, they're doing their thing. The women's team and men's team, I see them practice. They practice hard, y'all. They really, they go in when it comes to their practices. I've seen them practice because I'm working the courts, making sure the courts are straight, making sure that things are ready for them with their practice and their meets. And I see them train. I see them play. They go out with the wind. They go out with it. And as you guys can see, I'm repping. And I, I didn't do this unintentionally. I really didn't. I just now noticed it. I'm wearing the Oxford, well, the Emory Oxford tennis shirt uh, here live at KLB. Akramar. This was totally unintentional. I just looked at the camera and said, oh, I'm actually wearing a tennis shirt. So, maybe that was just fate for me to talk about them. Of course, this, uh, this past weekend. So as the show goes on and we're not ending the show here yet, but as the show goes on, basketball is coming into season next episode. I promise you guys, cause I, I said this about the last soccer men's soccer match and I didn't, didn't quite get to it, but basketball will be going on tomorrow. I will be here hosting the event, make sure things go smoothly. um, And I'm going to try to do, on the podcast, I'll say this very loosely, and I'm going to say it now before we get to our next segment. Um, The game is tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow is Thursday. I plan on doing a podcast for Friday. I don't know how Friday's going to go yet because um, Friday, we didn't reserve the Special Collections room. They have another event starting at 6. So they probably won't be a podcast for Friday, unfortunately, because I like filming and recording here in the Special Collections room, and if I can't get this room, then I don't do the podcast at all because this is the set. I don't like to change my setup because it gets too confusing for my fan base. So if I don't return on Friday, just letting people know this already, if I don't return on Friday, best believe that following Tuesday, I will talk about the basketball game. Um, that's going to happen tomorrow being uh, Thursday. So just wanted to throw that out there to the fan base because I know you guys look forward to my shows every week. Um, Well, every day of the week, I just, you know, I have to make a reservation. And then when they're booked, they're booked. I can't really do too much when it comes to the set side of things here at Oxford College. So just wanted to throw that out there for sure. Next segment, as we move on to the podcast, y'all, you guys know how we do it. We talk about... The Eagle Digest, the Eagle Post Digest, presented by the Eagle Post Digest. You guys should really check them out. If you are a student here at Oxford College, and I'm sure because I'm as an employee, I get the emails. I get the the emails about the Daily Post or uh, the Eagle Post, and I'm sure students are getting this post. Hopefully, you guys are paying attention to the Eagle Post so that way you don't miss what's going on around your community because it's one of those things where uh, you don't want to miss out on um, because you get a lot of great news from the Eagle Post Digest. Of course, um, the first thing I want to talk about on October 18th, the Seraph Brass, Brass Quintet, if I pronounce that right. Give me a thumbs up if I pronounce that right, because I don't I don't know if I pronounce that right. The Seraph Brass Quintet. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm sorry, Miss Brown, Jennifer Brown. She is the um, person who wrote the article for the Evil If I butchered that. I'm so sorry. Um, October 18th, 7.30 p.m. Of course, it's going to be in beautiful Williams Halls. Of course, winners of the 2019 American Prize in chamber music, the Seraph Br- Brass Quintet, is a dynamic assembled drawing from a roster of Americans' top brass players performing primarily as a quintet um the surf rap brass again if i butchered that i'm sorry uh also performs at larger 10 pieces symbols that's a huge symbol to play at honestly it's huge and a lot of people are like probably asking me right now how do i know i played in the band before I played a woodwind, woodwind instrument. I played the great grail, the jazz instrument of saxophone back in the day. So I do know a little bit about these assemblies. Um, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Do I play saxophone now? No. If you throw a saxophone in my face, I probably will forget my chord, the A chord, B chord, D chord, C chord. I probably forgot how to do all of that. Because it's been so long since I played a saxophone. But yes, I have played a saxophone uh, before. So, of course, committed to engaging audience, audiences with captivating programming, the Seraph Brass presents a diverse body of repertoire that includes only uh, transcriptions, newly commissioned works, uh, well known as classics. The Seraph Brass released their records in January of 2018 winning a silver medal, gold music award huge award huge honor uh so so subrap brass is in the residence of the walton art central central center excuse me astrophia festival alongside with the dover quartet in the festival's orchestra. So they're going to be there at Williams Hall. It's going to be 730, October 18th. If you're into, and I'm into music, you guys know, and you guys probably seen it. I'm a music producer. So I love music when it comes to um, the brass instruments, the written instrument, orchestra in general, I love. We... Find players out there to perform for us for our films that we got going on so I am very very familiar with this so this was this is going to be one event you do not want to miss out on because it's coming and they're going to tell you all about it I've seen students with their instruments on campus so I really recommend you guys going out there and joining us for that event of course Spring Play uh, excuse me Shakespeare's As You Like It of course this is written by Nick Fissette. um Shout out to Nick Fassett for sure. Join us in the forest of the gender-binding comedy about escape. Um, and I'm, I'm reading from the notes here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rosaline flees to country to discover her love, Orlando. Also on the run, she distinguished herself as a young man in order to... Uh, uh, in order, and I don't know if that, she, he says in order, and woo, I don't know what that means, Orlando under the pretense tense of him curling up in his love, of course, hijinks ensue, including a wrestle match, pop music, debut club, uh, I'm not going to read this next part, because it's kind of, we're, we're a PG uh, show, uh, and it says delicious melancholy, I, I don't know what that means. Um, I, and I, it probably didn't mean much, but I don't know what that means. cruelty to the Shepherds and Italian Lumberjacks, of course, October 21st through the 23rd at 6 p.m. and October 23rd at 3 p.m. Of course, the uh, Her Nature Trail in the woods behind, beyond Williams Hall is where they're going to be performing this, free and open to all. Seating is limited. Of course, they got to respect COVID-19 um, uh, standards just a little bit, so... know it is what it is it's going to be very fantastic i've actually produced and directed plays before as well um i am kind of a not a guru at, at play directing like like most people are but i've directed a play before and it was fun it was a lot of hard work plays are a little bit more harder to produce rather than actual movies so it's one of those things where you know it's sticky, but it's it, you can get it done. It can be done for sure uh, if you are determined about it. So those are the events that's going on. Again, you guys don't want to miss up on these events because these events are coming out and they're doing their their thing out there. Okay, so I've been wanting to talk about this because even though I just said we are a PG show, um, this, is, this has nothing to do with that. This is still a PG show, but this was something that really attracted the internet i i thought this would be it since we're all grown adults adults here at oxford college of emory university as a college we have a lot of young adults to read about this and i'm pretty sure some people might have their opinions this is based off this article i pulled so i'm just reading it and giving you guys my perspective about this of course the new superman in coming when the upcoming dc comic comes out as bisexual uh, inter- Internet reacts. A lot of reactions have gone on with this. And quite honestly, I'm going to say up front before I read the notes here and, and, and critique this article it's about time. It's about time that we're changing the culture of things. Um, we're in this day and age now where, you know, bisexuality is well accepted, which is great. LGBTQ community that's accepted out there, which is great. So, it is, it's about time, is what I say. It's about time that they're changing the game. And DC, I would say, well, both Marvel and DC, they're, they're starting to get it. They're starting to get to the culture of their audiences. And a lot of young people are learning things about themselves that they, they didn't know. So it's always a, a, a stigma that people will say, oh, you know, it's a disease or it's something. It's, first of all, it's not a disease. It's who you are. You know, And that's just how it is. I wish people would let people be who they are, their true selves. It's not something that you are, uh, are, are, are particularly born with. It's just who you want to be. And it's good to express yourself. It's good to go out and come out and be out and do you and live your best life. That's all I got to say on that because a lot of people now... 2021, this is the year 2021 and people are still judging people about their uh, sexual orientation or their beliefs in sexual orientation. And it's just it's getting played out. Um, I think it's getting played out. I think it's, you know, we're in this age now where we're getting too old to be judging folks about their uh, sexual orientation or how they feel. Um with their their persons it, we're getting we're getting too too old for that of course now of course the writer of this new comic series tom taylor shared a glimpse of one of the illustrations where superman can be seen kissing jay nakamura of course we all saw the uh, photo there um and i was just like whoa what is this they need to this into a movie you know but it's a comment of course it's a bird is a plane and this is from the article this is not me right saying this stuff outright it's a bird is a plane i oh, know it's a few superman who has rocked the world of DC comic fans in an overwhelming and wonderful way. Of course, on Monday, DC Comics announced that John Kent, the new Superman, would be betrayed as bisexual, son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Of course, John will be listed as a member of the LGBTQ community. He will, in reading the article, he will be seen uh, as falling for a reporter of the same gender, named Jay Nakamura, like father, like son. Um, I like that last part, because if you remember, Clark Kent was the news, um, worked for the newspaper. He fell with a news reporter, being Lois Lane. They fall in love. So that's kind of cool that they wrote that in. Now, the new uh, Superman comes out in the illustration to be um, bisexual. This was great. This was, I, I, I saw the picture. I read the article. And I think this is the time where they're engaging a lot of young audiences that are fans of DC. Now, let me tell you, I'm a fan of DC, though I like Marvel a little bit more. I'm a fan of DC myself, and it's good that they are switching the game, if you will. They're switching the game. They're making sure that they they cater to their audiences, and this will be a fantastic read. Um, Do I think they need to make this into maybe a TV series, maybe? A movie? Yes, because not trying to... Fathom so much in, in marketing and business, but I got to a little bit. This is the market. Could you imagine how many sales they're going to get from this illustration? How many viewership they're going to get from this illustration? How many viewership they could get if they made this into a CW series or Netflix type of series, or maybe HBO Max type of series? This is owned by TDC. D- this is the time where I, I would like to see a TV series out of this some way, somehow, because this would be interesting for me. This was so interesting for me because it was very, very intriguing that they're taking another step and they're not filtering it at all. They're not. I'm seeing the illustration. They're not filtering this. They're not Catering for the censorship of of their content. They're going all out. They're going unfiltered with this illustration. And that's why I think this illustration will sell a lot of copies. Because people want to read this. I want to read this. Um, Because I want to see how the love triangle goes. I believe in love. I believe in, you know, if you are a male, go for another male. If you're a girl, go for another girl uh, because I have uh, friends and, and, and family into the, the, the community. I applaud this. I really do. I applaud this and I think love is love. No matter how you spend it, no matter how your your gender is, love is love. And I'm always going to believe that and I'm always going to stick by that. So that's why I'm interested to read about this because I want to read about uh, Jay Nakamura and John Kent fall in love. I want to read about it. Um, I want to make I want them to make a movie out of it. I will make a movie If DC came up to me right now and said, hey we saw your podcast would you like me to be director for this 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 illustration? We're going to adaptate it into a series for HBO. Would you do it? Yes. Absolutely. I would. I would take it in a heartbeat because I want to express as a director, I would want to express the love between the two, so it's very, very intriguing for that. Of course, the storyline will be a part of the new common eras. Of course, Superman, the son of Khalil, as John Kicks succeed his father is the successor of his father, Clark, as Superman. As part of this, DC Comics simply chose the perfect day to announce the news on Monday. happens to be uh, National Coming Out Day. and I, I remember reading about that too. Um, a day celebrated in the U.S. raised awareness about the LGBTQ communities. The writers of the new comic series, Tom Taylor, shared a glimpse of it, and it's just very good. And he tweeted about it for sure he said our superman comes out uh and he and his twitter says happy uh hashtag coming out today dc comments the dc nation um of course very very exciting and you'll see it there very passionate in their kiss in this illustration. And the art detail is pretty good, too. I, I, I have to come out and say, Th- that art detail is really, really fire. Honestly, it really is good. Um, so congratulations to Superman's son, John Kent, for coming out, a national coming out day. It's the era that we're in, y'all. It's the thing, and I love it. I'm loving every single day where companies are changing their perspective on things for their market. For sales then they're also telling a unique twist to their already hit uh, series comments. So it's just it's fantastic. And I applaud Tom Taylor for that. Tom, if you're somehow listening to the podcast today, Tom Taylor, you are the man. You're making it happen. And I can't wait to read this illustration. I really cannot wait to read this illustration. So that's going to wrap it up here on klp aftermath hopefully you guys enjoyed the, today's show please be sure to leave a review if you're listening to us on itunes please be sure to leave a feedback review that always helps our business it always helps our podcast make sure that we're doing a good job for you guys and also on spotify and amazon music and audible if you're somehow watching the show on youtube in daily motion first of all don't forget to like comment and subscribe to our channel and share all of our our podcast content for your friends. So that way you guys don't miss newer episodes. And also remember to hit that notification. So that way you get notified when we upload our next Kill the Aftermath talk show version of the podcast. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. As always, I like to say, stay safe and stay swanky.